What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. And, and by the way, Troy Aikman, didn't you have Deion Sanders and Charles Haley on some of those Super Bowl teams? Last time I checked, you know, those guys were pretty damn good. And they also played on the Niners, both those guys, too, who were, like, your biggest competitor. So, like, you, you, you were part of a super team. Anyway. All right. Go ahead, Laura. <laughs> it's okay. Let it out. Do you, boo? Do yeah, you? Vent. Vent. <laughs> vent it out. Man, seriously. Whew. Sometimes during those breaks, my heart stops. You guys give me. Anyways. Anyways, you guys know that I'm always advocating for my boy Julio Diaz. And mm -hmm. I, I'm so glad he finally gets some recognition because mm -hmm. I still think, you know, just my little opinion that doesn't really matter yeah. that he should have at least been considered for the Cy Young Award. But that's just me. That's just me. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Just saying. But he at least was named the winner of the Warren Span Award, which is given annually to the top left-handed pitcher. So congratulations, my man. Muchas felicidades because he finally gets a little bit recognition that I'm always fighting for him for. So, you know, just there wanted to say that. Congratulations to Julio Urias. There you go. Best lefty in the game. He's just dope. You going to get him a robe too, Kevin? <laughs> He's just dope. He's you know, dope. George, this whole robe thing has taken on a life of its own. And the more I think about it, the more I think that these ESPN 710 Sedano and Cap robes are really great. In fact, maybe we ought to put them on the website. We'll sell the hell out of these robes. People buy these things like crazy. There you go. I mean, listen, if you know, how about we uh, we do that? We help your buddy, but he puts like a portion to charity or something. How about that? We could probably do that. That'd be a very nice thing to do. Maybe the Jimmy V Foundation, since that's uh, that's a big cause at the moment that right now. That would be lovely. That would company. be fantastic. And that impacts you know, a lot of people. Our buddy Dick Vitale is dealing with cancer as well. So there you go. Yep. Um, all right. So that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right. Real quick. So Lincoln Riley was on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max today. And um, he had a couple things to say about the where the program is headed. He had a couple things to say um, <laughs> about his dogs that you brought up the other day, Kaplan. Keyshawn asked him about that. See, I so told let's you, do this. important issue. That's a yeah. very important issue. So for those people that don't know, his dogs are named Boomer and Sooner, uh, like the, uh, the fight song for the Oklahoma Sooners. Boomer um, Sooner, Boomer yeah, yeah. Sooner. Yep, there you yep, go. There's, well there's sung, Lindsay. Uh, yeah, Lindsay's uh, you know, reciting. What do you do when you have dogs that are named Boomer and Sooner and you become you the USC them. head football coach? You buy a new dog and you call him, like, you know, Troy or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, you get a third dog. That's what How you do. How about Boney? How about if you name the dog Boney? I mean, you could name him Boney. That's fine. But Troy probably is more, uh, you know, more appropriate or Trojan even. But Troy is probably a little more sleek. Uh, anyhow, um... So we'll hear that, and then I, you know, if you didn't hear it yesterday, Mike Bone, Mike Bone, Joe joined us, joined us, joined us at five fifteen. Your boy Boney, and uh, we made fun of you for how many times you asked him about the Zoom call that he uh, apparently had with with Lincoln Riley. You asked it four different ways, and Chris has like a remix of it. So I just want awesome. people to hear that. Awesome, um, and and see if you were being uh, overly incessant. <laughs> uh, about that, considering he was giving you the stop sign every single time when you asked well, him. Well, I talked to him off the air last night, and uh, no stop sign then. But um, I just think that it's so interesting. How can they get this guy on a call 30 minutes after an emotional loss to yeah. your rival when yeah. you're sitting there dealing with the so media, and they deal, they deal with it then, like they couldn't have waited till the next day. No, they have to deal with it now. And for me, I find that part of the story to be, using my favorite word, fascinating yeah interesting and fascinating yes it's Whereas both. your favorite it's like word is combo. anywho 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 is when i want to get away from whatever the hell you were just talking about anywho yes uh so let's listen into lincoln riley so lincoln riley was asked by Keyshawn j will and max 
about, hey, what's the timeline? You know, USC, this is like, forget about rebuilding. We're here to reload. Can you make it happen? How quickly can you get to the college football playoff? Let's go, Lincoln. I think the capability can be there very quickly. Um, and then it's about the whole group coming together. But I, I, I wouldn't have taken this job if, if I didn't feel like there was an opportunity to, to make a quick turnaround. And I see... I felt like there was going to be no nothing to hold us back doing that, and now having boots on the ground for a few days, having a chance to to watch us practice, um, you know, beginning to start to put a, a staff together. I'm very confident that this thing can can happen in a in, in a great time frame for for everyone. Uh, again, it's it's not going to be easy. There's a lot of there is a lot of work to be done. Things happen, uh, and things have gone the way they have for a reason. And so uh, we've got to identify those reasons. We've got to move quickly, but. I think you've. I think with the resources that we have, the opportunities that we have, the players that want to come play with us, I think we've got a lot of current players in that roster that are that are very hungry for to, for success. And so uh, it's a great starting point, and we're gonna we're gonna fight like hell until we get it. So that was him on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Um, so I, I'm gonna make a prediction before we get to the stuff about his uh, his dogs that Keyshawn asked him. Uh, I'm going to make a prediction, Cap. Are you ready? I'm listening. Okay. So, I believe. That we will that, win? I believe that we will win. I yeah, believe that yeah. we will win. Well, Anywho, actually, yes. Yes, I do believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe that the USC Trojans next year will win the Pac-12 South. Okay? And they will be in the Pac-12 championship game. And I believe that they will win said Pac-12 championship game next year. So, I, I think between the transfer portal. And between him flipping guys, because early signing is not for another two weeks, I think, um, he's got plenty of time to make this thing work. So, And they've got some talent on the roster. Like, you know, they're, they're not completely bare, although more bare than they've been in the past when other coaches have taken over. That is for sure. But I think he's that good that he can stockpile the cupboard a, a little quicker. So I you think they're know, definitely a Pac-12 that, South winner, and yeah. I would even venture to say they will win the Pac-12. Okay, but, next you know, year. you talk about stocking the cupboard. Are you following Lincoln Riley on Twitter? Uh, yeah, I mean, I have not directly, but okay. I'm seeing a lot of his so, tweets and stuff. So, of course, once he got the SC job, I, yeah. I looked him up on Twitter. And I realized I don't follow him. Why would I have been following the Oklahoma football coach? But I'm following now that he's the USC football coach. So, what he did, this is so interesting to me, is he took his defensive coordinator, Coach Grinch, which is an interesting name, of course, to have right around the time of Christmas, but he's the defensive coordinator now of USC, Coach Grinch, And they took a trip to Vegas, and they have pictures on Twitter of them in the homes of a couple of players who are Bishop Gorman players. Right, which is the big big power in uh, Las Vegas. Right, right. So, you know know about the big powerhouse schools, modern day and these types of schools here in Southern California? Bishop Gorman is that school in Las Vegas. And what I find to be really cool is that immediately these guys are going out and they're getting into kids' homes, they're taking pictures, they're putting them out on Twitter. It, it's like saying to the rest of college football, I, had, I, w- I coached a game on Saturday, and on Wednesday I'm in a kid's house in Vegas wearing a completely different uniform. I'm already working, recruiting for USC, and I think that is really, really a cool look for Lincoln Riley and Coach Grinch. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool to see them. I'm sure people were super excited about it. So – there's that. Uh, but I, I, So I think this. I think they can win the Pac-12 South, and I think they can win the Pac-12. Do you know why I think they can win the Pac-12? Because I, if I had to guess, like, and again, this is reckless speculation. This is not any reporting. 
Do not aggregate me. I don't know. I, I would say that there is a 50-50 shot that Oregon may or may, you know, may or may not have the same coach next season. So, Well, I mean, but start off just with the South. I mean, you got to get by Utah, who didn't look good in the early part of the season. They obviously smoked Oregon, and we'll see what happens tomorrow night. No, they're, the they're, but Utah's good. Utah's, yeah, Utah's good. good. Yeah, they, ha- Arizona they, have, State. they have a stable of running backs that are good. They've got a really good quarterback as far as, like, the college game is concerned. Uh, they've got an excellent offensive line and a very senior-laden defense. Um, now, they're going to lose some of those guys, so there's that. Like, you know, they're, they, they, they will have – the quarterback will still be there. Some of the running backs will still be there. But they're going to lose some guys on defense, which is where they've been very stout as well. So, But Utah won the South this year. Arizona State came in second. UCLA third. When you say that they're going to win the South, I say, yeah, that is a complete possibility. You say, hey, they weren't able to recruit with Clay Helton. I say they got guys, and now they got a much better coach, and they'll have a much better coaching staff, and they'll have a whole lot more belief that, hey, look what our school did for us. They went out and got the guy. And so to say that they're going to win the South and possibly win the Pac-12 next year, you know, George, I don't think you're going on that far out on a limb. I actually I think you, that could absolutely happen. I told you I think that they can have a top-10 recruiting class this year because he's already out hitting the streets right uh i think it's very possible i think it's very possible so anyhow uh Keyshawn asked him about the dogs all right so let's hear what he said about boomer and sooner yeah you know you got another little problem on your hands you probably didn't even realize and maybe you did there's a rumor obviously circulating out there i don't know how true this is but uh you got a couple dogs boomer and sooner and now you're at USC. You're going to have to change those names. Now, can you get them to respond to fight and on? Where are they going? Fight on. Where are you going? No, back well, good, good, good thing. That is that is a rumor, so I don't have to change any dogs' names. So uh, that's a uh, yeah, good thing. A lot of people have asked that question. But yeah, good thing that's, uh, that's a rumor. So dogs get to, keep the, get to keep the names, and there we go. So what's the rumor part of it? Apparently, it's not the dogs' names. Hmm. What a letdown. So there you go. There's that is answer. a letdown, Lindsay. You're right. Mm. That is a big letdown. That was reported. I'd read that a million different places. <laughs> Wait, oh, was no. it really? Reported by who, though? Because we trusted you, and this is our first problem. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Well, wait a second. You're right. I, I've only heard it from you, Cap. Uh-oh. Oh, well, hold on. Time Ooh, out now. Ooh. Now, hold on. Where do you think Keyshawn heard it? From you. From you. Okay. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> So um, you don't think anybody did any research? You don't. You think this is just me? I mean, listen, I do make some stuff up at times. I will acknowledge that. <laughs> but this one, I happen to read this one, and if I had to guess, I probably read this on his Wikipedia page. Oh, because that's so <laughs> authentic. Now, I, I did Google Lincoln Riley's dogs, and Golf yeah. Digest, for some reason, has a story about it. Mm-hmm. What do they say? About his dogs. So... Maybe you saw it there. I don't know. No, I don't think so. I wasn't reading Golf Digest, but um, I do think I did. Ha- I may have seen it on Wikipedia, but I definitely because you know they have like you know a personal section, you know, and it said okay, here it is, personal life. Riley graduated from Texas Tech in 2006 with a bachelor's degree in exercise and sports science. He and his wife Caitlin—that's probably not her real name—have two daughters named Sloan and Stella. That's probably not their names either. And it definitely at one point probably said something about the dogs. I think I read it on Wikipedia, but. I'm not 100% positive. Yeah, Wikipedia not necessarily, like, always sourced properly, so there's that. Uh, Hey, we've got Lakers tickets to give away. Christmas Day tickets at 545. Make sure you're tuning in. It's going to be show-related trivia. Uh, 545, Lakers-Nets tickets on Christmas Day, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Uh, you got to listen to the whole show because it is going to be show-related trivia, so make sure you're listening in these next couple segments. Coming up next, we're going to find out – you're going to tell us, did Cap – 
cross the line with Mike Bone yesterday when he asked him four different ways about the Zoom call with him and Lincoln Riley. Uh, plus, it's good news for the Lakers. We'll tell you about that. Stick around. We're back in four minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, so down to Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. want to thank uh, Mike Bone, who joined us yesterday. And Scott asked him four different times about the Zoom call he had with Lincoln Riley because he felt it was, quote, interesting and fascinating. So much so that even after three stop signs, he went one more time and asked him. But I will give you credit for asking him in different ways every single time. Well, I appreciate that, George. That means a lot coming from you i gotta say um look i'm gonna just say it like this i find it incredible that on a saturday night when a coach is playing against his rival and loses the game that after a press conference where there's so much emotion going on you know you love your players you love your team you love your fan base i mean he was very entrenched at oklahoma been there since he's a young guy in his early 30s. Now he's 38 years old. And the fact that SC needed to talk to him at that moment, that his agent and that Lincoln Riley himself wouldn't say, guys, it's a rivalry game. Give me till tomorrow morning. Let me sleep it off, win, lose, or draw. To me, I can't really remember hearing about this in a college football coach recruiting situation. So for me, this is me speaking here, that's the story that I wanted to get into. Mike Bone, credit to him, he gave me the Heisman several times. He did. Now, for those that didn't hear it, here's the remix of that, basically. Um, when the game's over, like 45 minutes or so, we'd like to set a Zoom with you. I mean, I, I'm so fascinated. Did you guys already have this set, or were you able to call his agent? And his agent was like, all right, hurry up. We'll, we'll send a Zoom link, and we'll, we'll have this conversation. I, I mean, I think people would find this just completely fascinating. Is it just you and, and him, or does he have a representative with him on this Zoom call? Okay, that was a short times. version of just yeah, a couple. Two, I heard two times. I heard no, but um, there were four. Yeah, we counted yeah. at the time. At, you know, I think they're in cut real together. Life. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, that's all mashed up. Yeah, but, Chris did a mashup. Yeah. Oh, a mashup. Cool. I don't think I've ever really been mashed up like that before. Well, that feels good. Now you have. Yes. That makes me feel good. That makes me feel like hip, cool, happening, hip hop. I mean, mashing up, mashing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's fine. I mean, you didn't get the answer you wanted, but it's fine. I mean, at one point, I was kind of like, bro. I mean. I know you're friends with him, but, you know, at some point I would have if I would have been your friend there, I would have called like, like you and Bone are. I would have called you after and been like, yo, what the bleep, man? Jeez. Well, you know what? I would have even said, like texted you during it and been like, chill, chill on the questions about God, that, man. bro. I'm not going to answer. How many times do you want me to tell you? I can tell you off the air, but I'm not saying it on the radio. Well, you know what? I should have gone back at him and said, dude, what's with you? What, what, is, what is this, top-level secret stuff? What are we talking about here, national security? I mean, my goodness. It's a college offering a coach $110 million. Are we, can we not understand the details of the story? Yeah, no, apparently not. Well, listen, um, I was digging. I was not getting as far as I wanted to, for sure. No. 
Nope. There's one thing about Mike Bone. He's, he's like a politician. He can talk around things like a head football coach. When he doesn't want to answer a question, he just talks around it. Yeah. And he did that. He did it brilliantly. But again, there's a story there that is something that I've not heard before. And I want more detail. And I'm a detail guy, George oh, Sedano. Yeah, that's definitely one way we can call it. Uh, well, by the way, you call it? Speak, I mean, you know, that's one way is what I said. I would also say it could be incessant. Incessant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe even annoying, perhaps. Perhaps. Um, but again, for me, that was the storyline that I wanted to go with. I didn't want to go with, hey, let's talk about recruiting. Hey, let's talk about how quickly this thing gets turned around. Because that's all a bunch of fluff, too. No, it is a bunch of fluff. But again, we, fa- we found that at the end of the interview that he talked to Pete Carroll, which we could have actually had more conversation about. Well, then you should have asked the question earlier. But we were already late, bro, because you asked him four different damn times about the well, damn Zoom call. Then why didn't you start with that question if it was so brilliant? Because it, I, I was trying to wait for, like, I don't know, there's like a, a, a way you build an interview cap. And we started with the very basic of, okay, what led you to Lincoln Riley, right? We just we want to get the details on what led them to this point. Then you asked him the Zoom call, which was good after that. And, I mean, if we really want to break it down. But then, you know, I asked him, I don't even remember what the hell. No, you followed up. You kept going about the Zoom call. I didn't get the next question in. I don't even remember what my second question was. I only asked three questions. So, and then the third one was about who, who was the person that surprised you when they reached out to you? Well, it was a good question because it became a good answer. Yeah. I just would have liked, you know, to know a little more. Well, how about this? Let's bring him back tomorrow. And oh, we'll for get the more. love of God. We only have a 90 minute show tomorrow. All right. Well, hey, we'll start, we'll start it with this. Mike, um, you mentioned Pete Carroll called you the other day. He was really nah, excited. The moment is gone. Other than it's Pete, over. who else? Because yeah. we uh, want more on that. Past. It's, it's over. It's past. And then as soon as you get more, more answers on that, then I'll go back to this. And so ask Mike, him another Zoom, Zoom question. Let's go back yeah. to this Zoom situation yeah. here, if yeah. you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Was we'll it Zoom or did you use Microsoft Teams? I'm surprised you didn't go there. Well, right. Or could it have been like Google? What is that or one Or FaceTime. Called? Yeah, yeah. Which, which is the Google one? Google They used Meet? to have a thing called Hangout, I want to say. I think Google Meet, I think, sounds Google Meet. like something yeah. I use They're on They're two different things. Google Meet and, and uh, Zoom? No, and Hangouts. There is a Google Hangouts and a Google Meet. They're two different things. Just oh, say. those are two separate yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I've been having a hard time with Zoom lately for some reason. Every time I go to like enter into one of these meetings, it just kind of rolls and rolls and rolls. And I'm like, what's wrong? What's going on here? I'm going to be late to this meeting. And then all of a sudden, finally, boom, it pops up. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's me, my computer, Zoom. I don't know what the hell's happening here. But I need Zoom. I'm like addicted to Zoom now. I didn't even know what Zoom was a year and a half ago. Anybody else? Um, I did, actually. I did know what it was. Um, it just became very popular uh, because we had used it for a podcast that somebody recorded uh, not me like it wasn't my podcast somebody asked me could you use this thing called zoom and I said yeah sure no problem so it was like I want to say like six months before the pandemic really mm-hmm. was that the uh, podcast about the chargers moving that you were a part of <sighs> yeah those guys use zoom but I don't remember if that was before or after the pandemic um, but the definitely before the pandemic there was a uh, a group that I was uh, that I was on that you know a couple actually a couple different people um, had asked me to come on podcast and they used Zoom at the time. It was a very popular podcast tool because you can yeah. record it. Yeah, I love it, man. I do. Um, by the way, it's about time, isn't it? It's Thursday evening. Yeah. And they just kicked off between Dallas and New Orleans. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I have not really been very interested in the Thursday night football package. No, the game just I'm hasn't been that great. In Thursday night football, yeah. But this is but this is an interesting game here too. Is it? I think so. Because you have Taysom Hill playing quarterback. You've got 
the, the Cowboys who are trying to recover after a loss against the Raiders, yeah. when a guy like Michael Irvin has been preaching to everybody that the, the Cowboys are going to have the best record in football and they're going to win the NFC, uh, New Orleans fighting for their lives, the Cowboys fighting to, to make people believe that they're for real. This is one of these Thursday night football games that I'm actually interested in. You're not? No. Hmm. No. no. Well, not really. I've got the replay of the Lakers and the Kings on, on one TV, and I've got what's happening live between New Orleans and Dallas on the other TV. So I'm keeping my eye on this this Dallas. I mean, it may be game. background noise at some point, like later after the show. You know, like by the time we're done, the game will be around halftime ish, third quarter ish. So maybe it'll be like background noise as uh, you know, I have uh, we're having chili tonight. We're having uh, oh, white really? bean chili tonight. Really? Um, so because a little chilly out tonight. You know, pun intended. It is. And, it is and uh, yeah, so maybe it'll be background noise. But here's the thing that's not background noise. Good for the Lakers. And by the way, uh, this segment is brought to you by our friends at Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. LeBron is in. LeBron is back. He is going to play against the Clippers tomorrow. And we're going to touch on that at 540. And also at 540, we're going to give you a chance to win Lakers Nets tickets. On Christmas Day, little Christmas mm-hmm. present from Sedano and Cap, and it's not just going to be a robe; it's going to be actual tickets you can go see <laughs> the Lakers and Nets at the two. Did you know uh, that that game is also at five p.m.? Did you know that? I didn't know that. I was listening to Mason in I Ireland did. today. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, it's like the big game of the day. It's well, I mean, Eastern, I just I didn't game. I hadn't really thought much about the timing of it all, but really, if you win these tickets on Christmas Day, it's like, hey, get up, have Christmas, enjoy, celebrate, eat, and go get to the in game. your car, yeah. and go to Crypto.com Arena. Yeah, exactly. So we'll get further into uh, what it means for the Lakers. Um, this game against the Clippers, um, Kaplan's bet for wine. Uh, but I, I actually think even if and, and we don't know, I'm, I'm assuming Paul George may not play. But if he does play, um, which is you know fifty fifty, it feels like at the moment. This is a big game, like not only for your bet, but just a big game for the Lakers in general right now because I feel like they're all big, but this especially this one especially is big for a number of reasons. And we'll get into that at 540, plus your chance to win uh, Nets-Lakers tickets on Christmas Day. It's going to be show trivia, so you got to listen in. But we got Radio Tinder next. That's coming up, everyone's favorite segment, in just a few moments. Stick around here on 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Linz, what do you got? Well, what I've got is uh, Adam Levine. He is coming clean about his latest tattoo. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but earlier this week, the 42-year-old Maroon 5 singer debuted what appeared to be some brand-new body art on his face while he was in Miami on a red carpet. The rocker was seen with a single black rose tattooed down his left temple. 
But in an Instagram story post last night, Levine addressed the tattoo, revealing that it was fake, saying, quote, This message is for my mother. I do not have a tattoo on my face. Those that know me know that I'm way too vain. Uh, do you guys have any tattoos? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? Swipe left, no tattoos, never have. Not that, you know, I'm not anti-tattoo. It's just not my thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not for me. I'm also swiping left. I don't have any tattoos. What? That's crazy that neither of you guys have tattoos. You know, it's funny, though, Lindsay. I grew up in a very, like, kosher Jewish home, and we were brainwashed as children that Jews don't get tattoos. You know, Wow, that th- rhymes. That is true. <laughs> it does rhyme. And and the reason was is because oh god I don't want to get into the reasons but nonetheless um, I was brainwashed you you don't get tattoos and so I got no tattoos on my body and it really irritated me when my daughter turned eighteen she went and got a tattoo and I was like why did you do that that is something that's on you for life and I guess nowadays you can get them removed but yeah I'm I'm I don't have them I like them I love looking at other people's tattoos I love it when I see somebody with really nice tattoos I'm like hey can I look at your tattoos and touch them and stuff. But, that's um, weird. Yeah, that's like a, that is very weird. That's you ask weird. people if you could touch their tattoos. Yes. Well, because it's always, it kind of looks textured, you know, and I always no. want to like feel it. So do you guys have tattoos? I do. I have two. What do you got? So I have, um, one is a Roman numeral of a date where I almost died. And then the other one I have, I refuse to sink. I refuse to sink is what it says? Mm-hmm. And where's that at? They're both on my arms. Like my forearms. Same arm? No, different. Close by? No. Same section? No, not really. See the way they're I'm like pressing her, her George? For- <laughs> they're on her forearms. Yeah, what are you you're talking to her like she's Mike Bone? <laughs> All right, I rolled you, with Lindsay? it, man. I rolled with it. Lindsay, you, uh, you think gonna... it's weird that me and George don't have tattoos? No, I don't think it's weird. I'm just, I guess I'm surprised because I feel like a lot of a lot of men like get tattoos. I don't know. I, I, no, I can totally see them not having tattoos. I, I feel like I would picture Cap. I feel like you would have tattoos. No, what percentage of men have, do you like, think have them? What I'm, seriously? Like I what percentage know. of men? You think like 50, 75, 50, 80, 60? Have them? I think seventy-five have tattoos. Yes, I, I think the 60. other direction. I think eighty-five really? percent of men do not have tattoos. Mm. I mean, think, George, my, my grandpa was very, uh, very strict. You know, Catholic, conservative guy, but he had a tattoo. He had like a little, uh, he had like an anchor yeah. from okay. when he was in the uh, Navy. Here's a website, historyoftattoos.net. Uh, let's see what comes up here. In the U.S., 15% of men and 13% of women have tattoos. Wow. How about that? I said 85% so do not. We're right. Yeah. yeah. yeah this is as of 2019, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, so there you go. So I don't know. Mm. I mean, the last during COVID, years, many people might have gotten tattoos. Probably or, not. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> All I know is, if anybody is like younger and debating on whether or not they should get a tattoo, I always tell them, do not do it because you will regret it. Do mm. not get a tattoo before you're 18. Oh yeah, for sure. I got mine older. You know what blows my mind is I see these high school basketball players. George, you're going to call those games in that high school basketball event, right? Mm-hmm. You see all these kids that are 16, 17 that are all tatted out. I'm like, hey, young fella, leave a little bit of space, man. You know, there's a there's a long life ahead of you. You're 16 years old. You got sleeves on both arms. Like, slow down a little bit. You may want something later on in life. So no many space. people, so many people that I know that got tattoos when they were like young, even you know, like late teens, early 20s, are like, ah, they just tattoo over them because they're, you know, I. I think if you're if you want to get a tattoo, wait till you're like thirty. That's that's when you'll know for sure if you really really want it. 
Yeah. You know, my ex-wife had this tattoo on her foot. It was six butterflies. It was uh, four pink ones for her and the three girls, and then two blue ones for me and my son. And now that we're divorced, she had something tattooed all over it. <laughs> and now it looks like a big blob. Over all of them or no, just, just the one? Just I would have just tattooed over, over the just one. Over you. I would have made I would have made the the one blue butterfly. I would have just made it something else. And yeah, just kept the other one. Yeah, that's what she tried to do. I mean she did that. But uh, yeah, they, they had to cover up the blue butterfly. Well, why couldn't they have made like your butterfly like a tree or something? Or like know, a devil. I don't yeah, a devil would have been right. No, but at least make it like a tr- or a flower. Like they could have been, you know, the butterflies could have been floating around this one flower or something. You know, I feel like that could have been done. Mm. I fought with her too. I was like, "Don't get that tattoo." This we were in Vegas one time. She, like, I'm getting this tattoo from this guy who's got this tattoo reality. I'm like, "That's so dumb. Don't do that." Yeah, but she had to do it. You know, my my ex boyfriend has my initials tattooed on his ring oh, finger. <laughs> on his ring finger. <laughs> what an idiot. That's too funny. Uh, all right. Uh, what's next, Lynn? Sorry. All right. So the current U.S. Army fitness test has been in place since 1980, and it's both straightforward and pretty easy. Uh, it's a 41-year-old test, and it consists of two minutes of sit-ups, two minutes of push-ups, and a two-mile run. Now, the U.S. Army fitness test is going to be overhauled and modernized, and it has a lot of people talking about whether or not they'd even be able to complete the new requirements. Here is what the new test is going to be, okay? Mm-hmm. So max deadlift, three reps, Minimum weight of 140 pounds. Mm-hmm. Standing power throw. Throw a 10-pound medicine ball overhead slash backwards. Minimum of four and a half meters or 15 feet. Uh, hard release push-up. Complete as many push-ups as possible in two minutes. Minimum of 10. That's how that hard. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I mean, hell, we did that. Yeah. Uh, sprint. Man, our army's going to get soft here no, real soon. No, this, this is harder. It gets harder. Sprint, drag, carry. Five 50-meter shuttles of... Spring, sled drag, lateral, medicine ball carry, and sprint. Ooh, that's hard. In yeah, three minutes. Hard. Have to complete it in three minutes. Yeah, that's not happening. And then the leg tuck slash plank. Hold a plank for as long as possible or complete as many leg tucks as possible. Minimum of plank time of two minutes, nine seconds. I can't do that. And then, you know, the two-mile run. You have to complete How long that. is the plank? Uh, two minutes and nine seconds. I think I can do that. I, I don't think I could. The sledding thing, there's no chance I can do. Go back to the sledding thing. Let me hear it one more time. Okay, so... Five 50-meter shuttles of spring sled drag, lateral medicine ball carry, and sprint in three minutes. Trying to picture what those exercises even are. Well, you know, it's a, the, the sprint, like you lunch, jump, lunch, lunch. Do you think they've made it harder? You think yeah. they've made it easier? Go back to the first one, though. The, what, what was okay, the, the Army test? The first one was just uh, two minutes of sit-ups, two minutes of push-ups, and a two-mile run. Mm-hmm. And, like, now you have to complete the two-mile run in under 21 minutes. You have to do all these things in, like, a certain period of time. Could you do two miles in 21 minutes, Kaplan? Right now? Yeah. Right now? Yeah, right now. Today. Yeah, it's a a 1030 mile. Do you you think you could do that? I mean, you also said you could do 50 push-ups. That's true. I did say that. Um, but yeah, it's a 10, it's a 10 30 mile. Right. When you, when you were out running yesterday, George, you said you ran, like, six miles yesterday? Well, not I didn't run the whole six miles. I said okay. I, I did a good chunk of like three, and then you know I'd take my time, and then on the way back I did some sprints, and then slowed down to walk. Okay, so, and then I so what do you think? Again. What do you think your average mile was? Were you wearing a an Apple? Oh watch no, I wasn't. You... Yeah, and I wasn't running hard. I was like you know I was running just at a very leisurely pace. Did you put your workout on Strava for the rest of us to see it? On what Strava? What's Strava? 
Strava, S-T-R-A-V-A. It's an app that uh, people oh, use geez, to put their workouts on. Oh, my and God. So that, no, bro. I'm not one of those. I'm no. not one of those people that needs to document every moment of my life. No. Well, a lot of people say if it's not on Strava, it didn't really happen. Okay. Well, I'll Never tell you what happened. Never heard that one before. <laughs> okay. So there you go. So do you guys both think that you could complete the new combat fitness test? Um, I'm telling you, the sledding thing, I couldn't do that. The right. rest of it, I probably, I might be able to, although I don't know if I can run two miles in 21 minutes. Yeah, maybe, maybe if I pushed myself, like you I'm, could. maybe. What about the, I don't think I could do the deadlift. Three reps of 140 pounds at least. Yeah. Uh, well, deadlifts are, man, yeah, if you don't do deadlifts regularly, you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. yeah. Or So about, I probably couldn't do that either because I don't do them regularly. Is that for men and women? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What about throwing uh, a 10-pound I, I wanted ball? So, Cap, can we get you to, to, to do a, a two miles tomorrow? And, like, you know, can we get, like, someone... Can we trust you on the Document time? Documented on whatever. Uh, on Strava? <laughs> on Strava, yeah. 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 Can, can we, we trust that? you on the time? Sure, why not? Sure. Okay. You, you got to go live for the whole thing. Well, you should do it too, George. No. Well, why I'm do I have to do I'm not the one that you said I could it. do it. <laughs> well, you don't think you can? I, you know, nor do I care to try, to be honest with well, you. Well, I don't really care to try. I already I know mean, I can. I mean, you just said you could do it. Like, no, no, no. easy. If you're so well, confident you can, then what's the big deal just doing it and, and sharing it with us? Well, what, but wait a second. Well, I already know I can do it. What do I need to do it for? What am I, your freaking we, clown? I mean, come on. I mean, yes. I'm, here, yes. I'm here to amuse you. Yes. But Hendry, he's a big freaking boy. Yes. Uh, Lindsay, Lindsay, I'm yes. not your puppet. I know you think I am, I mean, but you, I'm actually you, not your puppet. You I already waxed, know I can do it. You waxed your nose. I don't believe you. In front of... You know, yeah. dozens of yeah. people. Lindsay, you can say you don't believe me. That's not going to inspire it. Okay. Not at no, all. No, I'm just going to say. Well, I, I mean, I you Lindsay's did just back. say you did just say a day ago that you know you're you don't fit in your clothes. That, that is your true. Belly is gross. That is, and, it is true. That is all yeah. true. But if you have to push yourself for 21 minutes, you can do it. I mean, you also do. Uh, you know, what's uh, your boy Alex Pe- Toussaint Peloton. on the uh, Peloton? That's right. So That's right. maybe you can. But Cap, you I mean, just you, do it. It, just do it then if you could do it. I think one. I'll cheer you on. Go, one Cap, go. 10 30 mile is one thing, but then do it on Instagram it. Live. There you go. Yeah, that's what I said. You know what? I'll look, into, I'll look at my Apple Watch and see what I did on my turkey trot on, on Thanksgiving morning yeah. where I did a 5K. And I'll, I'll take a look at what my time was on my, time, my, my t- 5K. I think I did it in about 29 minutes. I think I did 3.2 miles in about 29 minutes. Okay. And I was being paced by my 15 year old daughter who was killing me. Right. Oh, this kid was just destroying me. Well, she's 15 years old. Right, I know, and I was trying to keep up with her. Yeah, you know, and then she ran out of gas, and I just sort of trotted right by her. See you yeah. later. Slow and steady. That's it. Slow and steady. Yeah. Um, do we have time for one more or no? Uh, yeah, we'll do a quick one. Come on, one more. All right. So tears of joy continue to be one of the most popular emojis used worldwide in 2021, according to the Unicode Consortium's list of the top emojis. The crying face emoji, which they call tears of joy, accounts for over 5% of all emoji use. And the only other emoji that even comes close to that is the heart. Other top emojis in 2021 include the uh, rolling on the floor laughing face, the thumbs up, the loudly crying face, the hands pressed together like praying hands, uh, the face blowing kiss, the face with hearts, and uh, the face with heart eyes. Mm-hmm. So, do you guys consider yourself emoji guys? Swipe left or swipe right, cat? Yeah. Or Sedano, oh, whoever goes first. Go ahead, George. Uh, yeah, I'm a I'm an emoji person. You know, swipe. Now, I don't write emojis to like people I don't know. But if I know you, then yeah, it's different. Like I don't write them to just like rando people like that I deal with. What like for example, like like if I'm t- like uh, you know if I'm. Te- <laughs> If I'm texting like 
an NBA GM. I'm not necessarily using emojis. <laughs> really? You're not. No. You're not using the heart emoji. What? A, what about no. if like a random... I, actually though it, it may depend on the GM. Like if I, you know, <laughs> not a heart emoji, but like a laughing crying emoji. I have used that. But generally speaking, no. I, again, but the the GM I'm referring to is someone I've known for a very long time. So that's different. Um, but just if I'm getting like a random conversation with someone that is like professional, then I won't do it. But if it's someone I know, yeah, whatever. Pat I know a lot. Of, a lot of my friends use the uh, the fist bump emoji, you know, and I I don't really find myself using that many emojis that often. Although I recently, what is the thing? Is it called a bitmoji? You guys know a bitmoji? Yeah, my dad uses those. Really? So yeah. so like it's it's like a little caricature of yourself. Yes, you yeah. love using that. You have used those a few times. I did yeah, them. I think in fan. our group chat on yeah. Thanksgiving. I think yeah. I used them. You know, yeah, yeah. You, so you sometimes on turkey. holidays. Yes, you were a turkey. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I got one from from my dad on Thanksgiving of him and, and, and like the turkey, the exact same one that was like, happy Thanksgiving. So there you go. You did what Lindsay's dad did. How do you feel now? I feel like that probably, you talk about on brand, that makes sense. Love you, that dad, totally by the way. totally makes sense. <laughs> yeah. All right. That is Radio Tinder each and every day at 530. Uh, six o'clock, our buddy Kirk Morrison is going to stop by. We're going to talk Rams with him and kind of the mess that they're in. And listen, Kirk covers college football for ESPN television. He does games every week with Beth Moens. Uh, particularly these games on the West Coast. Uh, we'll pick his brain on Lincoln Riley and what the expectations are there as well. Uh, but first, let's get into the Lakers. We're going to give away Lakers Nets tickets, Christmas Day tickets. We're going to give you a Christmas gift here. All right. And we're going to talk Lakers on the other side and what LeBron being back means, especially in a game against the Clippers. This one's going to be big for the Lakers. I'll tell you why coming up in a sec. So Laura in my ear said, this is my ish. Right I'm singing here. back here. <laughs> why is this your ish, Laura? I love, love R&B. Like, I love Boyz II Men. They were just, they're my fave. So anything Boyz II Men, I'm always down. And I don't know, this song just puts you in a mood. I also love Boyz II Men, by the way. Those dudes could sing. Didn't the, one of them, though, like, isn't one of them no longer with the band or with the group, I guess you'd call it? Yes, one of them dropped yes. out. Because mm -hmm. you had the tall guy who had the deep voice. And you had the two guys who were kind of like the main singer dudes. Which guy dropped out and why did he drop out? Anybody know? Um, there was some creative differences. Mm -hmm. oh. was, this, was, this was all um, highlighted on that, that documentary that was on Netflix called like Pop, The History of Pop. Mm -hmm. So good. It's really good. Yeah, it's really it's good. It's really, really good. You know, it's funny you say that because last night I turned on Netflix. This is about like 1030 last night. I'm like, you know, what am I? I need to watch something. I, gotta, I, I, I couldn't get Apple TV going because, I'm, as you guys know, I'm displaced from my house. And I wanted to finish Ted Lasso. I didn't finish it. And I got two episodes to go. You still haven't I finished know, Ted Lasso, I bro. I haven't finished it. Well, but you guys also know, yeah. like, the last six weeks, I've been displaced from my house. I don't have my Apple TV. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go into Netflix, and I was going to watch season three, episode two of Narcos Mexico. And then I got caught up in Instagram and Twitter and whatever else. But um, I was looking at the documentaries. I was going to text you late night, Linz, although I think that might have been a little creepy. Like, give me a documentary to watch, because that's what I would have liked to have watched. Something interesting and oh, I'll send something you I would have learned about. I've got a lot of them. She does have a list. I, I love documentaries, I, too, but she has good ones. Literally have a list of hundreds of them that mm -hmm. I have watched, if I like them or not, and then upcoming ones. And I was about to start watching the Colin Kaepernick doc on Netflix, but I just didn't. I was... I was like, eh, I haven't you know, watched that one yet. Season three, episode list. two, Narcos Mexico, or the Colin Kaepernick one. I don't know. And then I just wound up watching neither of them. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, I, you know, there's a lot of good documentaries out there. I would say that, I mean, you, honestly, you, if you just put it out on Twitter, like people will send you a bunch of them. 
Yeah, I got to watch something. I got to I got to find something that's interesting yeah. to you me. You know what? One of my favorite ones it's called Long Shot. Have you seen that one? Oh, that's a good one. No, tell me what that it's, one's about. It's about I was like, Ooh, that's I, a good I one. won't spoil it and don't yeah. google it or anything. Mm-hmm. You just have to it's on Netflix. It's good. Uh-huh. It's about um a guy who was he was charged with murder mm-hmm. and he says that his alibi was that he was at the Dodgers game that night. And it's crazy, 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 crazy. Like what happens? That's all I'm going to say. But it's it's okay. insane. It's, it's totally insane. I feel like I also missed that documentary because I watched the one about the malice at the palace. Then I watched That's the one crazy. about Christy Martin. Did you guys ever watch that one? The one about yeah. coal yeah. miner's daughter? It was all right. And then there was another one in that same series that was about like the hockey team that was owned yep. by the yeah. mob or something. Yeah. Yeah, I it was like a teenage. One. Yeah, that one, it was. It's all right. I feel like those those ones seem a little rushed to me. But you know, I, as a documentary aficionado, I have very high standards. Okay, all right. Well, I will take. So your I'll advice. only recommend the good ones. So don't worry about that. Um, they should be a documentary about this Lakers team. To be honest with you, as uh, up and down as it's been, and this is a big one, Cap, because I I think that look, no, no matter what you say, right? Um, it's still the Clippers, and LeBron being back is going to be, I think it's going to be necessary, to be frank with you, as far as getting a win. Because I know the Clippers have struggled a little bit here of late, but, you know, they, they've they actually stayed afloat in a way that I am surprised by uh, to some extent because they, you know, they missed Kawhi, clearly. But Marcus Moore Sr. is just getting back. Serge Ibaka hadn't been around, I mean, even last year. He just started getting back. Like, they have guys who are literally coming off of injury uh, who are just kind of getting their feet wet. And then Paul George has been banged up. Um, so both teams are hovering around 500. Um, the Clippers at least have an excuse about injuries for the most part. They've dropped three in a row. But, like, I, I think this is a big game already. Like, anything – you know, I know people say, ah, the regular season the NBA doesn't matter. Nah, bro, now when you're hovering around 500 after the 20-game mark. Yeah, but I also got to say, George, you just mentioned it. They've lost three of their last – well, they've lost their last three. They've lost uh, like seven of their last ten. And so the Clippers, who had been hot at one point because they won seven straight games earlier in the season, they, uh, they're primed right now. In other words, if you're the Lakers and you're coming off this win against Sacramento and the Clippers are coming off a loss to Sacramento and LeBron is coming back and he should be playing – I want to say it like angry, but he definitely seemed perturbed. That whole fishy thing with the yeah. tweets the other day. Yeah. LeBron's back. You got to win this game. Yeah. I mean, I, I, well, I look, said that against Sacramento, but th- this is another game. You've got to win this game because you've Paul, dug yourself a hole. Right, but Paul George is probably going to play in this game. He was out against Sacramento because he's got little you know, bumps and bruises, and they basically sat him out for rest. Um, so my guess is he's going to play in this game. They've been pretty good for the most part when Paul plays. Um, like. This is like this is going to be an intense game, even though they're both 500 squads, basically. But again, if I'm LeBron and I'm the Lakers and I'm looking at where we are and I'm looking at who we're playing and I'm looking at when we're playing them, got to win this game. You've dug yourself too big of a hole. Yeah. You can't not win games like this and no, without I, Kawhi. Okay. You got to well, win this game. We'll see. All right, listen, we promised the ticket giveaway here. Uh, what is the question? What is the trivia question, Lindsay? Uh, the trivia question is, which ESPN 710 host says that he dug out his robe from the closet yesterday because of Cap's robe talk? Okay, let's do that. So let's go real quick. Alex and Inglewood, which 710 host sent us a message, a text message today, that after hearing Kaplan talking about all his robes, that he went and grabbed one out of the closet and put one on? Oh, man. Uh, was it Mason? 
That is correct, Alex. A good guess, but there you go. <laughs> it was Steve Mason. Now, you, I heard the buzzer, but that's actually the wrong sound. Alex wins. Uh, Alex in Inglewood. Great guess. Alex, what is your last name? Uh, Perez. Alex Perez, congratulations, brother. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. You're going to see Lakers Nets on Christmas Day. Awesome, man. Thank you. You got it, man. Put you on hold. We'll take care of you. All right, coming up next, Kirk Morrison's going to stop by. We're going to talk a little bit uh, about the Rams situation and USC's future with our buddy Kirk. Stick around, plus what you need to know in between. 710 ESPN, back in three minutes.